0: Hello there. So I'm back with the next part of the Royal Rumble Review Series. I've now came to Royal Rumble 2013. The show kicks off with the World Heavyweight title match. It's Alberto Del Rio defending against the Big Show in a Last Man Standing match. Del Rio had just recently quite randomly turned face and won the title from Big Show on a random Smackdown as well. I think it was the New Year one or something. Uh, so. It was quite a random out the blue title one there, but anyway, there you go. It is what it is. So, they got the rematch here. It's actually a really entertaining match. Good, fast paced, thoroughly enjoyable, good finish as well. When Ricardo Rodriguez tapes Big Show's feet to like the ring post so he can't answer the 10 count. So, pretty much ripping off John Cena and Batista from a few years earlier, but ah, well, you know, it made sense to do it. So, you know. Great stuff here. Really enjoyed this match. Had a nice little cameo from Bret Hart before which is nice to see him. It's always good to see him, although his promos still aren't much good. If, like, talking to Del Rio about you beat that big top of the big show. It's like, uh oh, promos were never Bret's strongest point, unless it was 1997. But there you have it. But, yeah, this was a great match. Really enjoyed it. Entertaining. Uh, Del Rio. Let's be real. Never really worked as a face, so it was kind of odd. Well, Ricardo Rodriguez, yeah, definitely. He definitely has the great face tendencies. Very much there's a likability to him. Del Rio. Yeah, he never worked as a face, and then you find out how much of a prick he is in real life. It shouldn't come as any surprise. However, great way to start the show. Next, a really fun tag team title match. Your team Hell No versus the Rhodes Scholars. This was good stuff, which was uh, Sandow and Cody Rhodes. And this is a really good match, really entertaining, nice, fast paced, team hell no wins, great stuff, really enjoyed it. This is actually the least interesting and the least big match on the card. There's only four matches on this card, but you know, this is the least, quote unquote, least match, interesting match on here, and it's still really good, really solid. So yeah, I like this. And we come now to the Royal Rumble itself. Now, you've got here like Dolph Zigglers already been put in as number one. I think there was a stipulation that Vicky Guerrero put him and said that he had to go in at one or two. So he just picked to go in at number one because he's, he, as he quite rightly said in an interview it is the same thing. Which is fine this was I think all the fallout because like AJ Lee had just went with Dolph Ziggler the month before at TLC. I've got a review of that on here. I did that last month so check that out. But you know. You got here, and Biggie Langston was with Dolph Ziggler here. This was before Biggie became an unbearable, annoying cock. He barely spoke at this time, but he did a, a little promo here, and he wasn't very good, frankly. So there you go. But you know, Dolph comes in at number one. And what this, what was, and Dolph actually did—he was money in the bank winner. He had quite a lot of momentum. I mean, 2012, 2013 were pretty good years for Dolph Ziggler, to be fair. So. You know, he's kind of outstayed his welcome as I've said before on here, but you know what, well, he was a good hand to have at this point in time. But you, the number two was great here. Chris Jericho. This was awesome. This was a great surprise. Jericho had lost a like, loser leaves, match to Dolph Ziggler a few months earlier. And so this was great. I mean, there was no, this was a complete surprise. I didn't hear any reports or anything about this about Jericho coming back. So. To me at least this was a genuine surprise. But, so this was great. great way to start the Rumble. Uh, but just another side note, apparently they're naming the first two from the women's Rumble and the number 30 for the men's Rumble uh, on backstage this week which is, uh, you know uh, if you're gonna name like, I know they've done it before like obviously Austin McMahon in 1999 then you'd, you just you should have a storyline reason for it like for example Austin McMahon an obvious storyline reason for it and in other years if they've named the number 30 like China was the number 30 in 99 when she won that that pretty awesome corporate battle royal with DX of the corporation that was awesome that's actually on the YouTube channel Check. I noticed that a couple weeks ago so it's worth watching but if they're just gonna announce it on a show that nobody watches on FS1 and maybe as I'd done as a ratings ploy for that to get people to watch that show but yeah you know there you go that's another ratings don't matter thing well they're obviously trying to get a a ploy to get people to watch it so oh well but that does kind of kill some of the fun a little bit especially if it's done for non-storyline reasons but oh well whatever just another stupid thing the WWE does nowadays, but we shouldn't be surprised. However, uh, yeah, this rumble was great, great. But a surprise entry from the Godfather—that was awesome. They uh, weren't allowed to call him the Hose and that, but ah, uh, well, there you go. But uh, yeah, really good rumble you've got here. Um, Get to the end. Uh, Jericho does like a, a great performance as well. He's in it pretty much the whole way through. I mean, it was funny when they, they do the stupid. You still got a chance. He's like, I never, la- I never lost a baby. Ah, uh, Jericho, good stuff. Um, so we come down. Uh, the last two are John Cena and Ryback, and yeah, Cena wins. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could argue did Cena really need to win this? No. But it made business sense because they wanted to go to Cena and Rock again at Wrestlemania 29 understandably because of the box office records it did. Well, I'll speak on that more. But really fun Rumble. Really enjoyed it. Great stuff. But we come to what had to be the main event. This is one of those those occasions when the Rumble shouldn't main event because the title match is so big. So big that it could main event at Wrestlemania. In fact, you've got The Rock versus CM Punk. Uh, this was outstanding. The build up to all this was outstanding. Everything about this was fantastic. Look at the video package; they've got brilliant stuff. You've got that song "Champion" as well, playing along. It just gets you hyped up for the match. This was awesome. You've got the Rock's promo just before it, when he's like, it, it, "It's not a, a lot hilarious hilariosity promo; it's a real raw passion promo." talking about his mother who was suffering with cancer at the time. It's really raw, really powerful. It just. It just shows you the what the Rock can do as well. It's not just all haha. When he can get serious and things like that, and emotional, he pulls that off as well. Outstanding stuff. The match is great. I love this match. It doesn't matter if the Rock's not in the best cardio or whatever. Doesn't matter. The storyline is what carried this. Has had this big match feel. This was awesome. The finish as well. You've got there. There was a stipulation that if the Shield got involved, this Punk would get stripped to the title. So the lights go out. And you hear the Rock's getting put through a table. Then the lights go back on. Punk pins the Rocks so at the first for a split second. I Remember thinking, God, they actually went there. They had Punk win. JBL's commentary did kind of ruin it because he immediately started saying, he's gonna be champion for 435 days. So you thought as soon as he said that, you're like, no, he's not. Something's gonna happen. And of course, Vince comes out, about to strip him of the title. But the Rock gets the mic and says, no, no, no. You don't take it from him. I do. And then they restart the match, and it was, it was great. The Rock won People's Elbow, awesome. I remember Smarks at the time were crying because seeing Punk lost to People's Elbow. It's like, yes, what did Hulk Hogan, Camden? You know, <laughs> but whatever. The Rock wins the title here. Yeah, this was awesome. Absolutely loved it. Now, this this was great. This to me, top to bottom, is the last great Royal Rumble pay per view. There's been other stuff, when, like last year's Men's Rumble was great. And there's been individual little great things from rumbles in the years gone by. It has gone downhill in the last few years much like the whole product in general to be honest. But to me 2013 was the last great Royal Rumble pay per view as a whole. Funny enough, I said that in my Summerslam Review Series 2013 was the last great Summerslam. So anyway, I don't think this is as a top to bottom, I don't know if it's quite as good as 2001. I think 2001 is probably still my favourite. But twenty thirteen is the last great Royal Rumble pay per view for me. Uh, the the one thing I would go on that now it was revealed because you had the CM Punk heel turn and everything like that a few months earlier. It was revealed that the on um, Raw one thousand, think like it was that the Rock would challenge for the title at the Royal Rumble. You see, and then Punk turned heel on him there. You know, what I would rather have done is if they'd actually done CM Punk and the Rock at WrestleMania twenty nine. No. I think that would have been better. I actually think Cena should maybe have won the title at Survivor Series 2012. And they just did Cena Rock 2 at Royal Rumble. And then you have Rock beat Cena again. Because I don't think anyone really wanted Cena to beat Rock. It's brutal. It's brutal. I think Rock and Cena two years in a row at WrestleMania. I know why they did it. And apparently they did great business again with WrestleMania 29. But to me, it felt a little flat. It, it could never be as special as the first time Wrestlemania 28 but whereas if you just waited and done Rock and Punk at Wrestlemania instead have Punk win the Royal Rumble so you get a new Rumble winner then you get to Rock and Punk then you've got the two month build rather than just the three week build between these two and then you do Undertaker and Cena at Wrestlemania 29 because here's the thing the streak was still alive then and People would be terrified that Cena would get the streak, so yeah, it would genuinely be genuinely be a (laughs) people would be worried about that. So you would actually get to two major matches there. I think that would have been better for WrestleMania Twenty Nine. However, by rates, it might not have done as well. But you know, I can sort of I know why they went. They did Cena Rock too, but you know, I think as a as a mark as I was. I was more of a mark back then I would have been preferred that but there you have it it is what it is so but yeah and you've got smarts who complain uh, been, here's that whole conversation about someone who needs it who should end the punk's title reign like, I think if anything this validated punk's title reign that it took the uh, what many people would argue the goat and or at very least an undisputed person on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling to beat him and validated his title reign eh? if he had just dropped it to fucking Damian Sandow or something like that which was the smarts would have wanted or Dolph Ziggler or something then it just it just really would have been all of that for that you know it wouldn't really have made them anymore let's be real Let's be real, which is why when I mentioned a bit, sometimes it's not who needs it, quote unquote, but it should be what the best business decision would be, the best entertainment decision would be. And The Rock beating CM Punk for the WWE title in 2013 was absolutely the right decision. If, if you're not gonna do Rock and Punk at WrestleMania, then you do it here. And The Rock winning made all the sense in the world. Now, I do think CM Punk, for all of this whole thing, I think CM Punk should have got a WrestleMania main event. And it should have been WrestleMania 29. But, that's neither here nor there. Well, it is what it is. But still, sorry going off track there. Royal Rumble 2013, the last great Royal Rumble pay-per-view, for me at least. I've still got a couple more to do in this series. I'll be reviewing Royal Rumble 2017 next. So, um, thanks ever so much for listening and goodbye.